Yes, love is what I need to know my name. These words from the artist Seal capture the meaning of our story today. The story of Jane and her discovery of her full self and her real name, Maudie. Jane's story captured my attention the first time I read it. Her words, I wasn't a real girl. I was a cardboard cutout of a girl. They stayed with me. It's clear the trauma and the pain of her home life. And this isn't unique or even uncommon for children, for any of us. So many of us know these experiences in our home lives, in our work lives, or in the stifling cultural conditions of oppression that seek to make us small, quiet, invisible. Conditions that seek to rob us of our fullness. But then something happens for Jane through the love of her grandmother, the generous embrace of the neighbors, and a little bit of imagination, Jane's full self, Maudie, finds expression. The freedom she experiences is in moments. Those moments when she's able to steal away from her house and go to her neighbors. But it is enough. These small moments of joy and love in the midst of the neglect and the suffering, they are life-saving. Zora Neale Hurston writes, love makes your soul crawl out from its hiding place. And that is exactly what Maudie's soul does. She is loved into the fullness of her being. I hear echoes of my own story in this story. And maybe you do too. For me, in a time of tremendous difficulty in my life, my UU church was the neighbor's house, full of warmth and welcome, music and imagination. And the grandmother? That was my Sunday school teachers, whose love and care, coupled with joy and attention, it made a difference in my life when I most needed it. That congregation, that community, those teachers, they helped me find my voice my spirit, my soul, they loved me into being. I imagine that you too have stories like this. How Unitarian Universalism, its theology, its people, its ministry changed you, saved your life, helped your soul crawl out of its hiding space. How it helped grow the size of your soul. As process theologian Bernard Loomer so powerfully describes, by size, I mean the stature of a person's soul, the range and depth of your love, your capacity for relationships. I mean the volume of life you can take into your being and still maintain your integrity and individuality. There's so much expansiveness and generosity in Loomer's definition of the size of your soul. And he goes on. He says, I mean the strength of your spirit to encourage others to become freer in the development in their diversity and uniqueness. I mean the magnanimity of concern 
to provide conditions that enable others to increase in stature. You see, Loomer is not just talking about individual growth and liberation. And this matters to us as Unitarian Universalists because our faith has never been solely about individual spiritual growth. As Unitarian Universalists, we understand salvation not as individual but collective. We recognize the fundamental interconnectedness, interdependence of all life and of humanity. Foundational to the core theological idea of interdependence is that mutuality and responsibility are inherent to who we are as human beings. We are not islands. And our tradition calls us not to individual freedom or transformation alone, but to the liberation and thriving of all people. One of the most important and successful campaigns within Unitarian Universalism over this past year was UU The Vote, a national effort for Unitarian Universalists to partner with local grassroots organizing and voting rights groups on an unprecedented voter engagement, voter registration, and voter turnout effort. It was the first ever effort like this on our part as a larger association, and it was awesome. But here's something you may not know about UU The Vote. When I first shared the idea for UU The Vote at the 2019 General Assembly, I didn't know if it would take hold. I was simply throwing out a seed of a dream, imagining there before thousands of you, congregational delegates at GA, I asked, what if we as UUs helped engage and mobilize one million people to vote in the 2020 election. When I said that, it was scary. It seemed impossible. And in fact, the next time I talked about UU the vote at a local congregation, I reduced the number to half a million. But before we'd even started to create the team and the infrastructure where when we were still just talking about this idea, congregational leaders, ministers, religious educators, and members were clamoring to volunteer. Financial gifts began coming in, some unsolicited. Folks were ready to say yes, ready to give generously of their time and resources because they knew that our values of justice and compassion, that our system of democracy and the literal lives and well-being of our neighbors, of our loved ones, of each other were on the line and on the ballot. Thousands of people volunteered. Thousands of donors came forward from our congregations, many of you, and together we invested tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of hours and well over a million dollars to vote love in the 2020 election. And in the end, we reached well over three million potential voters, far exceeding our wildest dreams. In what was the largest, most transparent and accessible election in our history, we UUs played a significant role. 
And we were likely the largest, most organized, faith-based, pro-democracy effort during the election. Wow. Imagination, generosity, commitment, collective action. These fueled UU the vote. But there was also some magic to it because it recognized our strengths and it invited us more fully into who we are. For we are the people who show up. We are the people who work together in community. We are people who believe in democracy, who understand our faith as active, who are concerned about the conditions of justice here and now, and who, when it comes right down to it, are a hopeful people. We are a hopeful people about what is possible and about our agency and capacity to meet the challenges of our time. Some of the magic of you, you, the vote was that together we were loving each other into the fullness of who we are as Unitarian Universalists. But this isn't the end of the story. It is a reminder. It is a glimpse of what is possible when we say yes. When we say yes so generously and powerfully to what we believe in, to what we care about, to our ministries, our values. And when we choose solidarity, interdependence with wider networks of people working for justice, compassion, and liberation. From the beginning of my time as UUA president, I have said, this is no time for a casual faith, no time for a casual commitment to what you love most, and this is no time to go it alone. You, you the vote is just one example of what it looks like to take our faith, our values, and our commitment to interdependence seriously. It is life-saving, life-changing ministry individually in our own lives and revolutionary when we bring that powerful yes out into the world. And this yes, this yes is what is needed so deeply in our communities and our world right now. To love our society, to love our world into a new place of being. In her important book, Cast, Isabel Wilkerson explores the conditions of racism, white supremacy, and racial hierarchy as an American caste system. And in her book, she quotes Gary Michael Tartikoff, an American scholar of castes, who says of the United States, this is a civilization searching for its humanity. It dehumanized others in order to build its civilization, and now it needs to find its own. There's power in those words and that history. So how do we find our humanity as a society as a country, as a civilization.
The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King said the key was love. By love, King did not mean a sentimental or romantic kind of love, but rather an overflowing, audacious, and unconditional love that sought the fullest unfolding of every person. King said this love might well be the salvation of our civilization. The only way that we overcome the forces of racism, domination, discrimination, dehumanization, the forces that are at the foundation of the United States, those forces that have the effect of dehumanizing our society, the only way we overcome those forces is to turn to the deepest source of our humanity. And as Unitarian Universalists, we know that that foundation, that source of our humanity is our compassion and our interdependence, our mutuality and relationship and responsibility to each other. In other words, I would take Bernard Loomer's words and King's words and say, we need to grow the size of our love. And by size, as Loomer says, I mean the range and depth of your love, your capacity for relationships. I mean the volume of life you can take into your being. I mean the strength of your spirit to encourage others to become freer, to provide conditions that enable others to increase their stature, the size of their love and their soul. And this is where the real spiritual depth and calling of our faith lives. Not just as an intellectual exercise, but as embodiment. Embodying and growing our capacity for this powerful form of love that encourages all of us to live into the fullness of our being and that is committed to the conditions that make this fullness possible for everyone. Compassion interdependence. Looking back, the love of her grandmother, that trip to the church rummage sale, and the generous inclusive embrace of her neighbors made a powerful difference to young Jane, to Maudie. Looking back, the warmth and magic of my UU church and the love and care of my Sunday school and youth leaders shaped my life and my calling in ways that I will always be grateful for and will never be able to repay. Looking back, you, you, the vote became this incredible source of community, joy, and positive action in the midst of what was one of the most traumatic times in our lives. It drew us together in unprecedented ways and was a lifeline. And this is not the end of the story. It's just a glimpse, just a few stories to capture some of what is possible in all of our congregations when we say yes, when we say yes boldly, audaciously, powerfully to our values, to our spirits and our love, and to one another. 
These stories and more are happening all across our congregations. None of us, none of us will ever know all the difference that our generosity to our congregations has made to the lives of our children, our families, our elders, to the lives and conditions of our larger communities. We'll never know all the ways that we have helped make a difference. When we give boldly, generously, audaciously of our financial resources as we are able, we make our values and our ministry manifest in the world. When we give generously of our hearts and our care and our love to our children and families, elders and adults, young adults and youth, we change lives. We save lives. And when we dream big, as leaders and staff about the impact we are called to make in the wider world, lives are changed. The material conditions of our communities can change. We are changed. We make it possible. Loved into fullness, loved into being. May we keep saying yes boldly, courageously, and lovingly to our values and our faith. May it be so.